My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Psalm 73, verse 26. Chuck, I want to uh, pause for a second in the way we're approaching each one of these verses and talk a little bit uh, to those people who are not <clears throat> very familiar with the Bible or have just started reading the Bible. And I, I just want to go over how, from <clears throat> your point of view as a pastor, how uh, we take these words from Psalm 73 and we uh, expand on them so that they uh, kind of touch us in the current moment. Uh, our lives may be uh, where we uh, don't want to think about our hearts, uh, our fa uh, flesh and our hearts failing. Uh, that that uh, <clears throat> kind of reminds people of old age. Um, and then it says that God is uh, the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And what I really would like to get at here is this is just a short line of verse in one of the books of the Bible. But if somebody's familiar with the Bible, this can be expanded into sort of understanding what the Bible is saying through its stories and through its poetry and 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 through the its uh, the the plot, uh, how it is kind of touching us in our current moment and. Uh, uh, kind of speaking to us in a way that will get us to move into the biblical view of the world and of life and how that life, uh, how I am existing in that life. Yeah, so um, I think a, a good distinction is uh, understanding the essence of life, which I would call the inner human versus what we see as the outer human. Now, what I'm going to say is going to sound very dichotomous and uh, platonic and dividing body and inner person. The Hebrew mindset wouldn't do that. They, they viewed in holistic terms. But um, there is the physical flesh and the physical heart, and then is our spiritual heart. And uh, I guess I would uh, say for those of us who have been with someone who passed over that very thin place of moving from this chapter of life into eternity, we recognize that the physical body is not the end of things. You actually feel it while you're there. You almost feel like the person leaves. Um, you know, some false ideas come about about soul travel and spirits that are moving around the earth. Um, the, the scripture uh, that I fall on is in Philippians 1, where Paul seems to be suggesting that to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ for the believer. And so if there's soul travel, it's directly to the Lord and, and to being in his presence. But the psalmist is saying basically here, everything on the exterior, the physical life and the circumstances around us can be falling apart. They will fail. And, and it's evident they will fail. Uh, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My true essence is secure in him. And so uh, Jesus kind of defines it this way. He says, uh, don't fear him who can kill the body. Fear him who can kill the spirit, the soul that's within us. That uh, in the end, our physical bodies are going to decay. Uh, we do have the promise as Christians as uh, a final resurrection and getting a new body in that kind of space. But then it puts everything 
into perspective in the rest of the scriptures. You know, John says that uh, Satan can't harm us. Well, he can't harm us ultimately, but he will try to harm our bodies. He brings death and destruction and sickness and those kinds of things. And this is basically a call from the psalmist to live in hope, even though things around us may be falling apart. That's uh, beautifully uh, said. I I think that what um, you've been able to do is uh, open up for the listener uh, the richness of the Bible. Um, I've spoken earlier about um, avoiding the Bible, of finding it boring. Well, the really problem was that I, my mind and my heart were closed to what actually the Bible was saying. Uh, and when I say the richness of, of, of biblical, uh, biblical uh, stories and the, and the, the kind of the whole arc of the, uh, the story, where, um, where you land in a place where you have accepted the idea that God exists, but you don't know what that exactly looks like. And I think that you touched on, um, you said uh, uh, when somebody is departing um, and uh, they're with God for the believer, that's really interesting because you are opening up a whole uh, world of discussion uh, um, that we will fail. Uh, the young person never believes that. Uh, they somehow, uh, instead of fail, they, they use the word prevail. Um, and uh, talking about the true essence, which again is, is searching deeper into the reality of the lives we live and that we don't live in just a time, we live in history. And we live in biblical and spiritual history. And one of the things the Bible's done for me has moved me into the stream uh, of that flow of biblical history where I feel that what is happening to me now has implications way beyond what is now. So it, I, I think that this is helpful for people that are kind of coming to the Bible and for the first time and trying to see what's the point. Yeah, and that's, you, you pick on something is, it's hard to interpret an ancient document without having context and diving in, and that's the value of having a mentor or a coach or a teacher who walks you through to better understand the context of what we're looking at.